Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. And we have a very famous location for everybody today. And in fact, this was requested by a couple different listeners. It is voted in Times Magazine as one of the 10 most haunted houses in America. Yeah, this is a notorious location. I think everyone has heard something about this place. And in fact, I've been fascinated by it since I was a little kid. You know, when we were kids, we had some kind of book that was called like Haunted Places or something Mm -hmm. like that. I can't remember the exact title. And this was one of the locations in there that I just found so interesting. I have always wanted to go and I have never had the opportunity to do it. But one of these days, we're just going to have to do it. This is your haunted holiday at the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose, California. Now, the story about the Winchester Mystery House is fascinating, and although we know some of it to be fact, some of it is more legendary, it's a rumor, right? You know, somebody starts building this massive estate and doesn't stop building, you know, stories start to come out. So I'm going to give you guys the main story that is told about the Winchester Mystery House, and then Lindsay, I'll kind of get your opinion to, you know, let me know what you think to be fact, right? Okay. This story goes back before this house was even built. Sarah Winchester was married to a man named William Winchester, and his father actually created the Winchester Rifle Company. They were known for the Winchester Repeating Rifle, which was a huge advancement in firearms. I mean, back in the day, they would have to, like, put the gunpowder in and then, you know, put the bullet in, like, this complicated process. Like, you think back to some of these movies, right? Now, this changed the game. It made it very easily loadable, firing. It was used throughout the Civil War, and it was known specifically as the gun that won the West, okay? They made a fortune off of this company, super rich. So they're making a lot of money. William Winchester is really focused on continuing to build this company, And Sarah actually had a baby, her name was Annie, and she died at only 42 days old as a baby. Oh no, that's so sad. Yes, just, I mean, I'm sure it was devastating, right? A a loss like that. So it was the only child that, that Sarah had, and not that long after Annie died, William Winchester also passed away, and he passed away of tuberculosis. So Sarah was left to herself. She's actually living on the East Coast at the time, and she is just totally depressed. She's by herself now. She's lost everybody that really matters to her in this world. And meanwhile, she's inherited this massive fortune because her husband passed away. So she actually inherited $20 million and was making $1,000 a day on top of that with ongoing sales of this gun. 
Wow. Imagine what that amount would be worth today. Right. In the 1800s. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mind boggling. I'm sure it's probably in the billions. A crazy amount of money, right? So she was told, you know, her friends were like, you know, Sarah, you maybe you should go see this medium. They can maybe give you some, you know, help and support. And maybe you can talk to your loved ones on the other side that passed away. And this can help you get out of this depression. So she decided to go see this medium and apparently she was always very into, you know, spiritual stuff and, you know, this was right up her alley. So she goes, sees this guy and this medium essentially tells her that all of her misfortune, as well as her actual fortune, this inheritance that she's received, is due to the lives lost that were killed by the Winchester repeating rifle. Huh which is thousands upon thousands of people, right? And this guy basically says, you are bearing the brunt of the wrath of all of these spirits that have been killed by this gun that has essentially made you extremely wealthy. And in order to keep these spirits at bay, at least the bad ones, I need you to start building a home and you cannot stop because if you stop, you're essentially cursed again and bad stuff is going to start happening. But if you continue to build, the goal is that you want to create a nice surrounding for the good spirits that are following you. And in return, those good spirits will keep the evil spirits at bay. You know, this sounds like some really bad advice by the medium, but I mean, we know what happens in the end, right? I mean, she's building this massive mansion as a result of this advice. I just um, cannot even imagine. I, she must have been desperate, though, to have some sort of turnaround in her life to take that kind of advice. Right. I mean, this medium must have been really convincing, but she's also somebody that's looking for some sort of answer, right? Like, mm -hmm. why has this happened to me? And so, I mean... This medium, maybe, you know, he did see something, you know, that caused him to say this. But, I mean, if not, that's just really cruel to be like... 100%. Hey, building. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm skeptical of a lot of stuff, um, you know, especially, like, I believe in psychics. I believe in mediums. But I do think there's a lot out there that are fake, that aren't really truthful. And some of them are out there for, you know, really to make money and kind of con people. It doesn't sound like this was the case here, but most people wouldn't have the funds or the ability to get rid of this curse like she did, right? Nobody would have the ability to do this, although they wouldn't be in the same predicament she's in because they weren't part of the Winchester family either. But I don't know. I, I figure there's gotta be another way to get rid of a curse <laughs> if you have right. one. Right, exactly. So she goes ahead and she decides, regardless of all that, she's gonna take this person's advice and in 1884, she decided to go out west and she traveled to San Jose, California. She bought a very large acreage plot of land that had an existing farmhouse on there that was relatively small. And she basically just started building onto that farmhouse. Today, the original farmhouse is like not even existent. Like you can't see it. She built so much onto this thing. Like there is no remnants of that left today. 
But basically, she hired a bunch of carpenters, gardeners, servants, and she told these carpenters, you need to build 24 hours a day on shifts. In fact, she would even sometimes pay them three times the going rate for a carpenter to make sure that there was somebody always working on the property 24-7, hammering, sawing. And imagine how annoying it is to have work done on your own home. Mm -hmm. This is like every day this is going on. There is no end. Wow. Well, sign me up to be a worker there because three times the going rate, like, whoa, okay. Yeah, exactly. And essentially, she was like adding rooms, they say. Part of the reason she kept building onto it is she's building onto the house to expand for the ever-growing number of souls that were killed by this rifle situation. Now, she really became a recluse. She did not really go out very much. Apparently, she was always seen wearing a black veil, black clothes, like she was in mourning. You know, at first, it seemed pretty normal when she moved there. People just thought, oh, it's somebody rich. They're building onto their house. But the house just kept growing and growing and growing. And people started speculating, like, what the heck is going on? And they they could hardly even get a glimpse of Sarah Winchester because she was always in her house. Now, to give you an idea of how big this house was, at one point, it was seven stories tall. That's, <laughs> That's crazy. a lot of stories, yeah. A lot of stories. It did eventually topple at one point, part of it, some of the highest levels of the home because of an earthquake, but it was seven stories at one point. It is 24,000 square feet. It has 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors, 47 fireplaces, and six kitchens. And that's just naming a handful of things. Whoa, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Think about the fireplaces. She even took time to install fireplaces into these rooms for spirits. I mean, she spared no expense, Lindsay. She had the money and she didn't just like put stuff together, like throw up a room to appease the spirits. No, it was like, let's use this fine mahogany wood <laughs> with this nice carving. Let's throw in these beautiful Tiffany windows and these windows they're not just on the outside of the house they're like looking into other rooms they're in the floor they're through the ceiling like I mean there are so many windows in this place it's crazy but to that point a lot of this stuff doesn't really make sense so if you've heard about the Winchester Mystery House there are all these winding corridors there are, like I said, windows that go through nowhere, that go up through the floor. There are staircases to nowhere. There is literally a door that just, if you were to open it, it goes right outside the high up on the house. If you were to not pay attention, you'd walk right out it and fall to your death. Yeah, that's a notorious area of the house. Every show I've watched about the Winchester Mystery House highlights that doorway. And the legend is, Lindsay, the reason that she built it this way was to confuse the evil spirits from finding her. She would apparently take all these different directions through the house to try to get away from the evil spirits. 
I think of like that door. I was watching this YouTube video about it where they were there actually doing an investigation and they were showing that door to nowhere that actually exits out the upper floors of the house. And they were like, so what did she want the spirits to do here? Like open the door and just walk on out of the house. Apparently that was a plan, right? I think that was the idea. And staircases that go to nowhere too, I think are so fascinating, but other doors that literally just open to walls. And that's the legend as to why she built it this way. The reality is nobody really knows. There is some explanations for, you know, why there is this one staircase that is really windy and it's got these tiny little steps and it's just, it's a very strange staircase. But they say the reason she built that was actually on purpose. She built it like that because she has arthritis and it'd be easier for her to go up the steps that way. And the windy little hallways they say, well, she was pretty tiny. So for her, it would be really easy to get around. Whereas somebody like normal sized would be, you know, like, oh my God, this is super creepy. But I still don't know how you explain the door that goes to nowhere. Yeah. And I mean, the windows that, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I think, you know, I'm definitely a believer in ghosts and the paranormal. So, I mean, I can understand to some extent why she would go through these this length right if she had been through this tragedy and she wants to try to stay away from additional curse or whatever she thinks it was I I do wonder what her you know mental health was I mean she was such a recluse she had had this tragedy happen to her which I'm sure can help someone possibly spiral but all very interesting I'd be so curious to be a fly on the wall back then to see what was what was going on well, and she had a ton of money, and it, she never had people over. And at one point, you know, you talk about her being a recluse. I found this fascinating. So apparently she had just built this grand, lavish ballroom. She was super proud of it, but she never had anybody over. And one day she told her staff, she was like, you know, I'm going to throw a ball. Let's start ordering food. Let's get musicians here. You know, let's make it amazing. We're going to invite all these people over. Apparently, they started announcing guests and stuff. And I, I don't know exactly how this went down. But they have people announcing guests and they have musicians playing. And there is really nobody there. Like, this is all, like, make-believe, like, being played out. But there's real musicians there that are like, oh my God, this is the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And they're just basically having a make-believe ball with the staff. And they had ordered tons of food for like massive numbers of people. And like the musicians like ended up like fleeing the house. Like, okay, we've had enough. It's creeping me out. That's terrible. I feel, I feel really bad for her. Yeah, it's very sad. But I mean... She was into this stuff and she truly, truly believed, you know, according to the legend, that these spirits, she needed to constantly appease them. And so they would tear down certain sections and then rebuild it into something else to keep the building going. But also, apparently later in her life, she had created a seance room that is around the middle of the house. It's a room all in blue. So a lot of people will call it the blue room. But she would go there every night, they say, at 2 a.m. to do a seance. And apparently in this seance room, she would talk to her 
baby, Annie, who passed away. She would talk to her husband, who was also gone, and would consult with the spirits on what she should do next in building the house. And they say that's how a lot of these weird things were created. The spirits had said, I want you to put this weird door here. But a lot of the stuff too, I I found this interesting. This is not really ghostly related, but a lot of the stuff in the home was very innovative. It was the nicest it could possibly be. And a lot of the stuff that she was super innovative on in the home eventually became like the norm, right? Mm. That is really interesting. I will say in a more kind of spiritual realm, you know, even if let's just say that medium was wrong, right? And there were not spirits following her around that had been killed by the Winchester rifle. What if, you know, she's also created the seance room in the middle of the house, right? She could have absolutely possibly like conjured up some stuff over the years. And maybe that's why it's so haunted. I'm I'd be surprised if she wasn't haunting it herself because she has such a link to the property, but she might've brought spirits in that weren't even there before. Right, yeah, I I totally agree with that. That was actually my initial thought. So maybe it's haunted by, you know, these people killed by the Winchester rifle, or maybe she brought them in by doing all these seances and spiritual activity. I think that's entirely possible. Building on the house finally ceased on September 5th, 1922, when Sarah Winchester was found dead in her bed. And it seems like she just kind of passed away of natural causes in her sleep relatively peacefully. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. So let's talk about some of the hauntings. This is one of those places everybody says is haunted. I I honestly, the haunting is interesting here, but I do think the most interesting thing is the whole mystery behind her building this house for these spirits. Like, I just find that to be so fascinating, regardless of whether or not it's haunted. Like, I wanna go to this place. It just looks really cool. Absolutely. It's just a notorious landmark at the very least with interesting architecture, 
very possibly haunted. It sounds like a great combo. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, it probably is haunted. I mean, just based on the story behind it, it it's gotta be to some degree, right? Even if it's just Sarah haunting the place, Sarah Winchester. Now, one story I do wanna give you guys is related to the seances. So this is even before Sarah passed away. So she would have those seances every night in her seance room. And apparently the people working there would get super creeped out because they they could kind of listen in from outside the door. And apparently there's really one main entrance into this seance room. And there's three exits. One, the main entrance, another door that's like kind of hidden in the room as like uh, an emergency escape hatch almost if you needed a, a new way out. And then actually a hole that's cut into the floor that goes da- drops down into the kitchen. So just literally a hole in the floor. You could escape multiple ways in the event that you had to get out of this seance room quick. So anyways, so the servants and people working there would be listening in. And sometimes they would hear like Sarah talking to the spirits. But apparently they would also hear like a baby crying sometimes. Ugh. We know who that was. Right? So scary. Annie that passed away, she probably was trying to conjure Annie's spirit. Now, what happened one time was one of the servants named Maggie supposedly decided she wanted to see what is going on in the seance room that nobody's able to really see into. And she decided to hide. So she hid in like a closet or a cupboard or something in there and was kind of peeking out and apparently she saw what looked like a disembodied arm that wasn't attached to a body it was just like a spirit arm Mm -hmm. that was holding an urn and apparently Sarah Winchester what this person said they saw started drinking from this urn and the servant like started screaming and ran out of the room that is bizarre that's really interesting why a disembodied arm and what was in the urn no idea but this is apparently what was seen right we'll never know yeah it's just a mystery it is definitely a mystery we'll never we don't have the ability to ask sarah what were you conjuring there what was that we could go to the seance room in the middle of the house and conjure sarah and ask her we could that would definitely be an option Now, they do say today there's been dozens of psychics that have been to this place, okay? And most of them say that they believe that it truly is haunted by the spirits that have been killed by the Winchester rifle, as well as Sarah, which I think is interesting if so many psychics are saying this. Now, one psychic apparently was in Sarah's bedroom, which is known to be one of the more haunted locations on the property. And they were doing a seance in there, trying to conjure up Sarah, like Mm -hmm. you were just saying. And apparently this psychic in the middle of this seance must have conjured her because supposedly she became briefly aged. Her hair turned gray and her skin like got all wrinkly for a brief amount of time in front of like a group of people that were conducting the seance 
Wow, that's really interesting. I've heard of that kind of thing happening before, but I've personally never seen it or experienced that. But especially I've heard of it happening when people are playing with like Ouija boards and stuff like that. Yes, totally. Now, there are a lot of other ghostly things that are happening here, a lot of which are pretty typical of your haunted location. What you want to pay attention to if you're out there looking for ghosts, you know, Lights are turning on by themselves. There's disembodied voices, footsteps. It is really known for footsteps, which I think is especially creepy if you're, you know, navigating this maze-like location and you're unsure where those footsteps are coming from. There's moving lights, kind of like what you saw in the Sorel Weed House is what I think about it, almost like, you know, Mm -hmm. orbs. Doors slamming shut, cold spots that kind of thing. Now, what they do say is there is a spirit that hangs out mainly in the basement, and they think that this is somebody who previously worked there. So not one of the victims, but somebody who just they think is probably a residual haunt. And this information actually comes from the Winchester Mystery House website itself, like their name and the ghosts and some of the the scenarios. But he's apparently seen just working and has always got a wheelbarrow interesting that makes sense to me i think that it's probably this is just me and my own biased opinion i i believe in psychics to a certain extent i think the odds are much higher that it's people who worked there it's sarah that's haunting the place that kind of thing those residual type of haunts than it is people who suffered a death of the winchester rifle i agree you never know I agree. And I think it's interesting that this spirit that they call Clyde is constantly working. Like, think about it. He's like eternally working on the house. Right. What a nightmare to live your afterlife. (laughs) Although if if Clyde's residual, maybe he has no idea that's what's going on. He's probably moved on. Now, they do think there are some other intelligent hauntings that are happening here. One instance, I talked about footsteps. There was somebody that was working there. There was nobody else on the property. And he was going up the water tower and could hear footsteps. And so he started trying to figure out where these footsteps are. Like, this person needs to leave. And every time he would go to find it, they'd start behind him and then in front of him. And he went all the way up to the top of this water tower and there was absolutely nobody there, but it was almost like these footsteps were kind of like playing a trick on him. That's kind of scary. A little bit scary. Now, what they say they see most at this location, though, is shadow people. It is dark, creepy figures. I have never seen a shadow person that was like clear to me, but I imagine it would be scarier than seeing like just a normal apparition because it's dark right and you can't really see any features but apparently these are there are a lot of shadow people and here's what I will say Lindsay you know you talk about you're not sure you know who's really going to be haunting this place I was watching a, a video on YouTube when I was researching this to see what type of activity they were experiencing and they put out a spirit box and they were asking different questions and a lot of times you know you don't see a lot of responses in the spirit box but there were a number of different voices that came through and it didn't sound like the same person a lot of times when you're watching some of these shows and something's responding in a spirit box it sounds like it's that same individual answering questions no this sounded like there was numerous 
spirits. And like, so it didn't even almost make sense. Like it was like, that was a different person. That was a different person. That was a different person. And so hearing that kind of made me think maybe some of these are spirits that are been killed by the Winchester Rightfall. You just never know. It absolutely could be the case. So pre-COVID, the Winchester Mystery House has been a massive tourist location in San Jose, California. They say that over 12 million people have visited the home, taken tours. You can go in. They're going to show you that door to nowhere. All the creepy, weird staircases going nowhere and the cool features of the home. Post-COVID, they do have some interesting things set up. They have all kinds of virtual tours that you can actually set up by going to their website. Now you can rent them for as little as like $5, or you could actually buy the virtual tour on your computer for a little bit more money, about $14. Lots of different tour options that you can take. Now, what they are doing though, is they have started opening up the garden walking tours which are really there at the place. It's intended for social distancing to be outside. There's a couple different options there, but one of them is the Walk with the Spirits garden tour. So it sounds like they really get into, you know, the ghosts and stuff like that on that Mm -hmm. specific tour, which I think would be an awesome thing to do during COVID because you're outside. It sounds like they are being very careful about it there's absolutely no indoor tours and they're enforcing social distancing so i think this would be a fun way to get out of the house if you happen to be in that area oh totally what are all the tours during the day or do they have some evening tours you know you'd have to go to their website to see when the ticket sales are available but i think some are in the evening ticket sales if that you have small children it's about 15 bucks for adults, it's about $25, so not too bad. Couple different options for the walking tours, but I would definitely personally do the Walk with the Spirits tour because it's a little bit more ghost-related. Absolutely. I would also be interested, once we finally get to a place where it's safe for them to start doing tours inside again, I really want to stay overnight and do a 2 a.m. seance in that room, and I want to do it at 2 a.m., so they do have other tours once once this is all over like i am confident there are going to be other tours available because on their website they have all kinds of things like you know listed like night tours and it's intended to be like they're they're known for their ghosts they're you know obviously embracing that and having ghost like tours here but because of the covid situation they have basically made some of those links unclickable so I couldn't click on a lot of ghost tour things and get more information about it right now but so just like you said I feel like once this is over there's a ton of other tours that you can go to their website for and see what they have available so so guys keep your eyes open on their website as we get closer to a safer time for you guys to actually go visit there could be a lot more opportunity to go in and actually do some ghost hunting in the Winchester Mystery House. 
All right. So the request for us to do the Winchester Mystery Mansion was from our listeners, Seth and Emily. So really good recommendation. It was one of those things. It's such a notorious location that we eventually were going to get to it. But you guys kind of pushed us to uh, bump this up in our schedule. So thank you guys so much for listening and sending us that great recommendation. So I do have a listener email that I want to share with everyone. And this is from Diane. And she actually went on a tour that kind of passed by the Peyton Randolph house. So I figure coming off of last week, this would be a great message to share. So I'll quickly read Diane's email. She said, I recently found this podcast and I really enjoy listening. I was excited to see tonight's uh, episode was about the Peyton Randolph house. Our family went on a ghost tour a few years ago around Halloween, and I had such a wild experience. I wanted to share it. It was a walking ghost tour group of downtown historic Williamsburg. Throughout the tour, we were encouraged to take pictures. I snapped randomly throughout the tour. When we got to the Randolph house, the feeling turned from fun to something much darker. The guide told the stories of all the unusual deaths and sad history that took place over hundreds of years. It was a very unsettling feeling. When we got back to our hotel and I examined the photos, I saw many orbs, but two of the pictures really scared me. One is of a young boy, maybe 10, under the tree that the little boy supposedly fell out of and died. He's got shoulder length, long blonde, auburn hair, and has an angry expression. The other was an image of a young boy with short, dark hair in an upstairs window. He's grinning at the camera, which is terrifying. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know. In this window image, there is also a very eerie image of what looks to be a jester or devil face. I was really shaken, and that night at the hotel, I had trouble sleeping and was awoken with nightmares that someone was over me in my bed. Oh my God. I know. I know. My family agreed. They saw the images in the pictures, but did not experience the nightmare or feeling something dark had followed us back. I'm more sensitive to picking up these things. She said the tour they went on was the colonial ghost tour. So it sounds like a good one. If you guys want to look it up, I highly recommend you take it. If you're up for it, they've been on a haunted cruise and it was fun and beautiful, but definitely not as scary as walking by the Peyton Randolph house. Thank you so much, Diane, for that email. I I loved reading that story, but how terrifying. It does sound terrifying, but I am just thankful that you sent that email right after you heard our last episode because we had not been there. You know, you answered the call, Diane. I really appreciate it. And with a fascinating story that she found the little kid's image underneath the tree where he passed away. I mean, very scary. But it lends the credence to all the stories that we told last week. It does. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out. That was episode 50, guys. We have hit over 50 episodes of Your Haunted Holiday. I just, I can't even believe it. If, if you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to give us five stars um, and, and write us a review. We love getting those. It helps us engage more listeners so they kind of know that this is a show worth listening to if they're just kind of run across it randomly. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, we post on there periodically. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, along with Twitter. Also, check out our website. Go to yourhauntedholiday.com. If you want to send us an email like Seth, Emily, or even Diane, send us a recommendation. Send us a ghost story like the one we just read. We're happy to read this stuff on the air. And we love hearing from you guys. All right. Everybody, please stay safe and healthy. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. 